You know, it's shocking that your home can be stolen this easily. That's the brutal lesson Deborah learned when thieves found her home's title online, forged it, and literally took ownership of her home. In an instant, thieves legally owned Deborah's home. She got evicted and spent a fortune in legal fees trying to get it back. You know, the FBI calls home title fraud one of the fastest growing crimes, and you do not want to be next. That's why I urge you to protect the online title to your home with Home Title Lock. You know, the legal documents to our homes are kept online, where thieves hunt them. They forge the documents stating you sold your home. Then they borrow against your home and stick you with the payments. And no insurance or bank protects you. Home Title Lock does. You could already be a victim of title fraud and not know it. Find out. Register your home at HomeTitleLock.com and enter WATCH for one month of free protection. Again, enter WATCH for one month free at HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Standing up and speaking out, here's Hal Sparks. So we heard um, from, you know, those of you that have been listening to the show and those of you that have been, uh, you know, fans and listeners for a while, know that I started mentioning um, the what has now been called the COVID-19 virus. Um, as early as late December, I was starting to mention it online. I had my eye on it for a little bit because I spent a good deal of time in China over the last couple of years. And as the numbers started to come out and the cases started to climb and everybody was saying that this is, you know, uh, just their problem, I could, you know, you get experientially aware of what you, what the Chinese government is really telling you versus what you uh, know is true. And, um, I have friends there who I've been very concerned about and reaching out to them over the, you know, the last few months, I was becoming increasingly aware of this stuff. And if I knew it, everybody knew it. Okay. Government wise, at least, I mean, there are obviously priority things. There are obviously these kind of things that come up quite regularly. Um, There are, if you, um, Johnny, have you watched, um, Contagion. Did you watch Contagion or Outbreak or anything? Like everybody's kind of doing their their crash course. I, I have to be honest, those kinds of movies from the moment I understood what they were about, I wanted yeah. nothing to do with them. I understand that. Uh, Outbreak is the cartoon version of what we're going through. It's uh, it's like... Um, is that the Dustin Hoffman one? Yeah, it's like 28 Days Later with a cute monkey and Dustin Hoffman. Um, and... But, I mean, you get a little bit of information, but it's all it all happens way too fast. And it's, you know, way too, um, you know, it, you know, it's it's too clean. You know, he and Q, magically Cuba Gooding Jr. Is, also, is not only an ace scientist, he also could fly a helicopter like um, like, like we all knew he could. The whole yes, time. exactly. Yeah. Which is, you know, if we're by the way, if Armageddon strikes, we're all meeting at Cuba Gooding Jr.'s house. I'm just saying that's the word. But um, <laughs> contagion. If you haven't seen it, it won't make you feel too much better. But it is, um, as a movie, I would say, as a narrative film, a bit of a failure in that you don't really, by the time people die from the disease and even though they're main characters, you they don't give you um, 
enough ancillary story to really feel for it. The most, you know, beautiful and sad moment, I think, in the whole thing is in the very beginning um, when, you know, and I won't ruin this for anybody because this is what made news about this movie when it came out is that Gwyneth Paltrow's in it, but she dies right away. And you're like, oh, my mm. gosh, this is serious. They killed Gwyneth Paltrow in the first <laughs> yeah. 15 minutes. Um, now, she's in a ton of the movie because it's all it, tracing where she was is a huge part of the story. So she's in the whole movie, but her character dies early. And when they take her to the hospital and she dies, suddenly Matt Damon's character, as he's being told she's passed away, says, can I see her? Can I I'm, like, can I talk to her? Is it, And he's just not registering that he brought his wife in a little while ago and she's suddenly yeah. dead. And it's. It, he's very good in it in that regard, and it's very heartbreaking, but it's very early in the movie. By the time they get kind of up and running with the storyline, it's kind of like, you know, Last Jedi or, or any of these movies where there's so many storylines going on that you don't really get a hook in anything. But, sure, yeah. So as a movie, I, I, I would never recommend it. In terms of what this is about, though, as far as like how frontline healthcare workers are exposed to stuff, um, how the process goes and how intolerably slow it can be. Um, it's a good primer. It comes across as almost like a narrative documentary. And it, and at one point, uh, Kate Winslet's character explains what an R naught is, the, the infection rate and the exponential aspect of that infection rate. And she breaks it down fairly clearly as a plot device. And it's basically the conversation we've had with listeners uh, over the last month and a half. And um, as it stands right now, uh, there are 19,969 cases in the United States, 279 deaths. Um, 147 people have recovered from, the, um, from needing medical intervention. The rest of the people who need medical intervention are still using mental medical intervention that's that's part of the scariness of this um i mean among other things um we're gonna mix the show up today with partly the news about this keeping you kind of abreast of the politics running alongside of it and uh callers letting us know how you're doing in in quarantine if you're doing your part staying home like you're supposed to the only way to blunt this and slow it down, because here's the thing. Let me. Uh, over the last couple of weeks, people have been talking about the potential for a vaccine and how fast they are rushing towards a vaccine. And the number that everybody has been um, mentioning in all this is um, 18 months. I'm sure you've heard this, Johnny. Right. Over the last little bit that 18 months is the quickest we could expect that 18 to 24 months is the the zone in which we could expect a vaccine. And we are, we are sort of in this process of being mentally trained to know that that's the dark number, but it's also the light at the end of the tunnel, right? Well, um, I'm here to tell you that 18 to 24 months is also the outside number for herd immunity as the disease moves unchecked through a populace killing everyone that it's going to kill, uh, permanently harming everyone it's going to harm, and ne nearly missing everyone that is going to get mild versions of it. That 18 to 24 months 
that the vaccine can be expected is the same window in which it rolls through and does every bit of damage it's expected to do in a first wave. So the number when they bandy it about um, is nothing to be excited about per se. And there is going, this is, this hunker down is real. And we're going to have to get used to the idea. As soon as there are either the ability to have um, testing with great regularity um, available to everyone, um, we will start seeing um, society start to come back online in fits and starts. Um, but until then, the only way to slow it from wiping out our medical providers is to stay home and limit your interactivity with other people. That's the only way to do it. Because here's the thing. The medical community can, uh, will, can and will always be able to save the same amount of people it will be able to save. And the same number of people statistically will die from this. The problem is the rush of humans all coming in at the same time. Right. That's the whole flattening the curve thing. That's right. It is not about, well, if, you know, people, you know, people get the right kind of medicine, they'll be able to respond to this medicine and, and in a quick order of time, be able to heal quickly. Because even with the, the heightened infection rate, if you found a drug that treats this, that shortens the duration three days and allows people to get off the respirator and out of the hospital in three or four days. Let's say it tightens the what's now a three-week process to a few days. The volume of people because of the contagion itself is so high that it will, it will still overwhelm the hospitals and medical centers. It's not about the medical community's ability to deal with this disease. It's, it's like Lucy and Ethel having a fine time boxing the chocolates when they came in at a reasonable rate. That's exactly right. In the, in the sweetest possible descriptive. And I appreciate you for doing that. Um, <laughs> because it, otherwise you will be stuffed into Lucy's shirt and Lucy's mouth. Actually. All right. Now, now, Hey, now you're, now you're cheering me up. The, um, <laughs> Uh, we're going we're gonna to take a break real quick. Uh, 773-763-9278 is our number. Um, uh, we, are, we are indeed on YouTube today, so I don't know if some people aren't seeing it or if it's YouTube's problem. We'll see. Um, I'm getting some people in the chat room going, why aren't you on YouTube? I am. Uh, so I will check that right now, but we should be up and running. Um, yeah, we're there. We're, we're live on there. So uh, infotainmentwars.com is the website, uh, that link that dr- brings you straight to the YouTube page. Join me over there. We will be uh, um, taking your calls and talking to the chat and uh, trying to get through this together. We're going to, you know, that we're all the Martian now. We'll be back. Now let's get back with HealthSparks radio program, Mega Worldwide. Welcome back. HealthSparks.com is the website, and it's how you can uh, write me a, an angry letter. That happens a bunch these days. I always, I always take great pride when the trolls come out and start uh, cut and pasting and sending me and uh, Rick Wilson the exact same text in our, in our threatening yeah. emails. I'm like, can't expect the IRA in Russia to work really, you know, you know, translate different versions of the same death threats, right? So, you know, um, but uh, HalSparks.com, um, sign up there for the mailing list. As we get through all this, those kind of things are going to become uh, 
even more useful and and uh, I will be creating even more outlets to entertain you this week. If you if you don't know, I have been streaming live all week um, at least once a day, usually once in the morning uh, when uh, ripping Trump's ridiculous ego fest pressers to shreds because they are first of all, they're full of disinformation. Secondly, they're just for his ego. And thirdly, we find out today, um, I, I saw this article, this is on, um, uh, about Joe Biden um, was on a conference call with reporters and, and you know, was basically lambasting the president, you know, in as nice as he could be about it. Um, and he's basically, he said, in times of crisis, the American people deserve a president who tells them the truth. Unfortunately, President Trump has not been that president. People are scared. They're worried. They don't know quite what to do. He's been behind the curve throughout this whole response. Um, interestingly enough, we find out from the same article that the president that uh, that um, uh, Biden has been in contact with um, governors and has and started his own coordination team. Trump has been two days behind Biden's response <laughs> this entire time. Anything you see Trump doing and talking about online, it's something that um, the Biden people have either floated or, or spoken with to governors about two days before. You know, and, um, and uh, I mean, the most obvious one being that um, – Governors are talking to the the Biden team, coordinating stuff, and then it, basically Biden saying, "Look, if you're if you need this, the federal government can do this. They can do this, and they can do this. Call them and get them to cover this part for you, right. and then go do the other stuff that you can do on your own, right? And yeah. it's it, do this two track thing because he knows he was part of setting up the Office of Pandemic Response that Trump shut down. He knows where all those switches are, so yeah. he." He's telling the governors this, and then the governors are going to the Trump administration and going, um, what, about this? what about this? And Trump's response is, we're not your shipping clerk. You know, yeah. this is, uh, you know, that get it on your own, do all this stuff. And, and they're going, no, 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 you guys have access to this. We don't. And that's where Pence steps in on these calls and goes, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll coordinate that and get that out to you. Um, uh, the, the reality is, is that testing is going to become, uh, if if anything, it's going to become a regular part of life once it ramps up, where millions of tests will not be enough. Hundreds of millions of tests will be necessary because you will need to get tested multiple times. This is a, an infectious disease that is spread through close contact. And uh, if you... You know, you could test negative in the morning, interact with some people in the afternoon and test positive that night. Yeah, that's that's the part that Trump doesn't kind of get, you know, and I think a lot of the people who are like um, the, you know, supposedly the NBA players and the rich people who are getting uh, tested for these things, unless you go into full quarantine afterwards, like I haven't got it and I'm not going to get it. Um, this is, you know. It's useless. Yeah, it's useless. Right. If you if you test negative, the only thing you can do is maintain that by 
by consistently using the precautions. That's right. And cleaning up after yourself and washing your hands and making sure you're using um, hand sanitizer that's over 60% alcohol or you're bringing alcohol with you in a spray bottle and and making your own kind of cleaning cloth if you know after stuff runs out. This is um, going to be a crucial part of life um, for the near future. Now, here's the other thing I want to address. People... Um, have been, you know, the, watching the stock market go down, looking at unemployment, there's been a lot going, the economy is tanking. The economy is going through this. Da, 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 da. The economy is being wrecked by this. This is the economy. This is what I want to remind people. This is the economy. The economy is people going to work regularly, doing their thing, and there has been no ability for people for a very long time to create a cushion for themselves beyond credit. This is the economy right now. The economy has not changed. This is the economy. This is what happens to this economy when this kind of thing happens. And if this kind of thing is a natural occurrence in human life, and it is, this is the economy. And so the, the object going forward is going to be about necessitating people's recognition that you've got to prepare for life. And the, that, that principled idea um, it will become a part of our life going forward. Because um, right now, it, it, for the long time, it has not been. And part of it's been because of fatalism, um, this kind of YOLO lifestyle that people have been living because of, you know, because of AIDS, 9-11 and the 2008 crash. Um, you know, there's been a like, well, we're screwed anyway, so hands off the reins entirely. And there, you could see a bit of that in the public right now. The difference is, is that if you lost your savings because you weren't you didn't care and you could sleep on your parents sofa for a couple of years while you got back on your feet. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. But if you can't go to your parents' house because you might kill them, this is an entirely different situation. I mean, that was an issue with me before the pandemic. That's true. Absolutely. I mean, you know, like... Um, Restraining orders work, out. people, let me tell you, especially they, in suburbia. They do. You have to keep them up, though. I've learned that the hard way, John. Um, <laughs> oh, poor Hal. Yeah, so... I forgot, like, I forgot yeah. one of us is a celebrity with psycho fans, except yeah. nice listeners. Yeah, plus, uh, you know, it's uh, I was an early adopter of Ring. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to, like, just sit back one time and watch all your outtakes from Ring. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, then this person so, came up. Um, uh, like, and people are confused about it. James in our, tests, in our uh, chat says, Hal, is the test effective when you're asymptomatic? Yes, it is. The symptoms are not yes, indicative yes. of it. And that's a great this, question. This is also the problem with what, you know, uh, I mean, everything the president says is a problem. And I'm not going to replay stuff from these uh, things this week because I'm sh- everybody's been home to see them. Normally, you'd be like, oh, I don't play some of the audio from these things because you might not have heard them over the course of the week. We've all heard them. We've all heard them too much. Um, that said, you know, one of the things is we don't want everybody to get a test. We don't need to be, if you, you know, I feel great. And if you don't have symptoms, no need to get a test. Like, no, if you've interacted with someone who has tested positive, that's reason, whether you have symptoms or not, to get a test. If you test positive for it, you have to self-quarantine away from your family. 
if you test negative for it, you should self-quarantine so you don't get it. So, um, <laughs> you know, th- there's a huge part of this that um, they are just blowing past to hide the fact that they are completely unprepared. This is this is the issue with with Trump's response is that all the things like, no, it's not you don't even need to look at this. Um, you have to know that everything that they are telling you is if Fauci says it, you can take it uh, as it comes. If anybody else on that stage says it, it's uh, it's sales. It's sales. That's it. That's what Trump is doing right now. This is a sales pitch. Everything it, has been. It's it's just a, yeah. a sales pitch with weird mafia tactics underneath. Right. Um, this and 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 for him, if you look at his priorities throughout this whole thing, it, what keeps coming, what he keeps going back to is this is going to be over. It's going to go away really quickly, and then we're going to go back to the economy we had, and then it's going to go up like a rocket ship. That's his priority. Everything has been every comment that right. he had until Everything. the S really hit the fan was about the stock market. Everything. Uh, and understand that there is no version of this where there's not uh, tens of thousands of Americans who died, be- who did not need to, if not yeah. hundreds. The, um, uh, an article com- came out um, uh, just uh, le- yesterday, late yesterday that the, they knew they they were getting um, intel briefings on this disease as far back as early January, right about the time I was saying this. He shut the border February, I think it was fourth. The Wuhan, the Chinese government stopped people from leaving Hebei province almost a week before that. Trump doesn't get credit for not letting people into the country after China stopped people from getting out. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? How do you get credit for that? I most people didn't think about this, but I signed an executive order and held it up yesterday that I'm not letting uh, death row murderers go out for ice cream anymore. I'm not going to let them do it. Only Trump. Why did it take so long for someone to sign something where death row inmates couldn't just go to uh, hang around in playgrounds with no pants on? Like this is. He wants credit for stuff that was impossible. And um, Winnie in our chat's asking, uh, will this abuse of power penetrate the Fox barrier? It already has. It has. It has. That's why Trump is snapping at reporters as bad as he is. I think why that's a nasty question. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and, and by the way, the, the question he was getting on that was such a softball. You know, it was like, what do totally. you tell people who are scared right now? Like, I tell them you're a terrible reporter. You're nasty. I'd call you a nasty woman, but you're not female and black. And I saved those. I saved nasty woman for, you know, it, it, this is um, what's getting to him about this is that his own, uh, you know, biggest supporter. I mean, he's already had a problem with the polls going against him in this. The 55% approval is baloney. Um, the, you know, a, a, a one poll, but B also people going, you know, like once he starts saying wartime president and people are panicked and 
he's taking credit for everything else that everyone else is doing. There's a certain section of the populace going, yeah, okay, it's fine. What he's doing is fine. It's the somewhat approved, partially approved, okay with, if you put that all together, it's 55%. Um, there is so much about this. Um, oh, we got to take a break. Sorry, I blew right past that. Um, so easy to do. I, it is, especially these days. Um, I'm going I'm going to, uh, we'll just go to break saying, uh, we lost Kenny Rogers and... What? Uh, yeah, Kenny Rogers passed last night, 81 years old. Natural causes, unrelated. Okay. Um, and for somebody who lived through the, the late 70s and the early 80s the way he did... And then ate all that chicken? 81 is amazing. Uh, just the fact that he... Yeah, we'll all... Uh, some roasters for my homies. My sister worked at a Kenny Rogers Roasters as a manager Aww. for a few years. And my first public appearance as a performer, uh, I won the Owenton County Fair in Kentucky singing The Gambler on the back of a hay wagon. Oh, that's awesome. When I was eight years old. Yeah. You knew when to hold them. Yeah, I did. And when to fold them. And so did he. Um, so, Kenny Rogers, you'll be sorely missed. Yeah. It, it, uh, 81 years old and his face was 65. And uh, he was, I'm sorry, but he was, a, he was a good man. He was a good man. 45 seconds. Funny. 45 seconds of tribute before it went dark. Uh, I, I, hey, I did the same joke with Michael Jackson um, <laughs> about his nose, which was younger. Um, yes. But we'll be back right after this. Okay. You're parked outside the restaurant where you're meeting your date in 10 minutes. Glancing in the mirror, you notice your wrinkles and large under-eye bags. You rummage through your bag thinking, where's your secret weapon? And there it is, Plexiderm. You apply the clear serum under your eyes and boom, two minutes later, you start seeing the under-eye bags and wrinkles disappearing in front of your eyes. You'll look years younger. Plexiderm is the clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles, crow's feet, and under-eye bags in minutes. It's the Valentine's Day gift you give yourself. Go to TriPlexiderm.com and enter Voices for 50% off plus an extra 10 bucks off. Again, enter Voices at TriPlexiderm.com to get 50% off plus an extra 10 bucks off. This offer is also available by calling 1-800-685-1292 and mention code VOICES. Plexiderm is backed by a 90-day money-back guarantee, so to get our special discount, enter Voices at triplexiderm.com. Now let's get back to Hal Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. Um, as we go through this, um, and by the way, I want to say uh, hi, Carrie. Welcome back. We're good. To, it's it's nice in this to hear from people who are in our chat room because it's the way of checking in, you know, making sure everybody's okay. And as we go forward, that's going to become increasingly important. You know, that's why I'm streaming every single day during the length of this the the lockdown as long as it lasts and 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 maybe going forward for a time simply because doing touring live shows will be difficult for myself and a lot of musicians as some of you may have uh, watched during the week may know when when this starts to transition out i've already started uh talking to comedy clubs which are really getting hit hard by this that I normally do like five shows in a weekend, thir one Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday. I'm going to add a Sunday show where I don't take a fee, but the club can charge just so they can get on their feet again. So flappers and some of the helium clubs and those kind of things, I'm going to do that. And I encourage my fellow comics to add a show just so that the clubs can 
get something on the books for themselves because it's they're going to be hit really hard by this. So, um, uh, and so, and, and by the way, the, the live streams I'm doing are, they're at different times. So just follow me on social media and I'll post about them. But in talking about, um, there's no direct time because a lot of people are going on at a direct time every day. And I don't want to step on them if I find out that, you know, cause everybody's starting up a new stream, you know, uh, Richard Marks is doing a, a live stream where he's checking in from quarantine with a bunch of people, which is really nice. Um, a few of the shows that we all know and love are starting to do it that way. Um, but, uh, I will, I usually give you guys a warning. It's usually shortly after the president's briefing when I'll do one probably later on today about the one he's doing today. God forbid. You don't need to see it. You can watch what I do to it and uh, get a laugh because it's enormous. Um, Chicago Electric uh, Bicycle says $5 trillion bailout coming too. I wouldn't doubt it. And it won't work. I'm, I'm telling you. It, it's, not, it's not that kind of problem. But uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see as we go. It's going to be a chip away um, over the course of this. Hey, if if you can spend three trillion on the Iraq war, you can spend nine uh, salvaging the entire economy from this uh, orange gibbon in the, uh, you know, in the White House, turning the White House into an outhouse. We um, uh, but in talking about the people who are I'm glad to see in the chat room and hello to all you guys. I'm going to talk to all you guys in the post show today because I'm glad to see some of you showing up. Um, that includes uh, a couple of our regular callers who I, you know, I've said as this gone along, I, even just in life, I worry about them on top of this. So Ike is on the line. Um, can we, I think, so Ike, can we bring him on? Hey, what's up, pal? Hey, man, how you doing? Hey, Ike. All right. All right, buddy. Um, I just dropped in to see what condition my condition was in, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I do. Um, uh, and thank you, you Liberty. Know. Um yeah. I've just been, I've, I've just, I've just, I've just been riding a painted pony and watching the wheel go spinning around. Uh, that, <laughs> hey, man, that's where that, I go back to. With, yeah, that's where I go back to with Kenny Rogers. You know, back in the mm-hmm. hippie days, right? Uh, but uh, yeah, I saw some broad on um, Channel Two on NBC this morning. I recognize her as a former Fox anchor. And I don't know how it is that she's some kind of a financial whiz or whatever. But anyway, they had her on NBC for some reason. And uh, I guess she's the money bunny from Fox or maybe Fox Letter Go or who knows. But uh, she was saying that she had talked to somebody in the administration uh, or in Congress or whatever somewhere around midnight last night. And they said she said that they're talking about three trillion so that was yeah. the last number that I had heard. Uh, but yeah, it was, it, it's it gone goes, from 500 billion to 1 trillion to 3 trillion. And then somebody just said 5 trillion in the chat. Um, yeah. And, and, and it's all, believe me, like half of this, he, he was knowing this was teeing up weeks ago. They were talking, they've known. And that's what you watch who gets first dibs on the money going out the door. And I guarantee when this when the smoke clears and, you know, five years from now, when the vast majority of humanity has herd immunity to this and we have a vaccine and we look we look back on the literally the mass graves that had to be dug to deal with the amount of dead in every, you know, every modern country and every third world country. Um, we're going to find out that Trump was um 
pushing and buying stocks and having puts on airlines, just like pre nine 11, we're going to yeah. find out all that wow. stuff. The, 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 the kids are going to be up to their nose in this. It's uh, yeah. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to stay on the bright side of it. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go for a lower number of deaths. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I don't think, I don't think that, uh, uh, Nancy's going to let this get out of hand in the house to the point that it's going to be directed more towards the lower end of the scale. Agreed. And as far as the banks and them, if you want to get, if you want to get the money into the people's hands quick, quickly, uh, it seems to me one of the easiest things to do, uh, like for example, I use a certain company for my debit card. Of course, mine is self-funded. Uh, you know, I put the cash onto it. It's automatic deposit onto the card. Yada, yada. So, right. you know, all my numbers are, all my numbers are there. These banks and these other institutions could step in and say, okay, we're going to do an automatic deposit onto your card. Uh, you know, and, uh, the money that's being used to, uh, you know, pay rent and electric and water bills and et cetera, car payments, yada, yada down the line. Uh, you know, that can be a zero interest loan, you know, that's separate and above whatever your credit card loan is or what your rate yeah. is on your regular credit card. They could also, the big thing that they really also absolutely need to do, and I don't know why they hadn't done it long before now, they should have been already pumped money into the states for their unemployment uh, operations. And they should have ramped those up. Uh, you know, it's not necessarily thinking outside right. the box. Bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I was just saying they, uh, you, you have to, you know, you, you have to create a rolling methodology so that people have uh, road signs of hope in the process of this. And so you go, right. um, it, even in their descriptive, they're, they're so flying by the seat of their pants. This is so reminiscent of how the Bush administration handled the 2008 crash. And, you know, right. basically they're treating it like, well, this looks a little, pro- it's a troubling, but we're not worried to uh, cut to Hank Paulson covered in flop sweat. Um, standing there going, yeah, I'm out. Uh, you know what I mean? They, they, <laughs> like they literally burn the place down on the way out the door. And this reeks of that. This reeks of them looking at Trump's numbers and going, there is no way he wins this fall, no matter who the Democrat is, generic Democrat. Even Bernie Sanders was running positive numbers against him, even though it was in the, within the margin of error and they felt like they could chip away at him. It was scaring the crap out of people. Sure. And, yeah. and, and, well, uh, and it feels like they're like, yeah, that. screw it. Spend all the well, money that they would spend on, on national health care, you know, trying to fix that. Yeah. Well, and I was I was I was going to mention that, too. I was going to mention that, too, Hal. Look, uh, mm-hmm. you know, there's comes a certain there comes a certain point in time where if you continue to beat on this dead horse, people are going to start to feel sorry for that dead horse. Now, look, we all know that he made mistakes. We all know that he's not responding uh, you know, as he should, we all know the damage he did by cutting budgets and giving away the tax money and, and disbanding this. And well, I mean, it's well documented right. everything that he's done. But what I'm saying is, is the last thing that you want to continue to do is to make him look like a victim because his, you know, uh, I'll be yeah, damned. I don't want not. anybody to feel sorry for him. And I don't want anybody to feel sorry for him. But at the same time, you know, you, you are beaten at this point. It's almost like beating a dead horse. Look, let's just get on with the business and let's send the reporters to these titans of industry like 3M 
that are handling these yep. masks. Let's go to the production totally. facilities. Let's see what's being done for ourselves instead of asking this idiot anything else. And yes, I agree with Rachel Maddow. Don't do these things live. Put them on tape. No. Uh, you know, right, and, right. and, and, you know, I, I don't want to see any more of him. But listen, lastly, right. just remember, you know, if it all does hit the fan and, and humankind is, and he, humankind winds up wiped out, there's a funny meme on the, uh, on the, on the web <laughs> that I just love. And it shows the aliens standing there going, well, they're all dead, but man, their butts are remarkably clean. <laughs> yeah right you know? all well died in, under a he suffocated under a pile of toilet paper <laughs> they didn't realize yeah, they found the vaccine on the toilet paper people i mean come on don't you yeah. have mechanics rags and some uh, beach towels at the house let it up like don't you have a shower up. yeah right yeah, just <laughs> do the penguin waddle over to the tub yeah you're stuck at home just like i've, I've got to go 18 inches to get from my toilet to my shower Right. Well, hey, if you do it like this rednecks do, if you do it like us rednecks, you just pull the hose in from outside and you've got a bidet. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, that's a luxurious bidet option right there. That's right. You are you are clearly whatever you guys do, make sure you find hey, find rooms for some laughs, you know, lighten up. We're not all gonna die. We're gonna get through it. It's okay. It's not like our grandparents getting called to World War II. All you gotta do is sit on your ass on the couch and chill the hell out and stay the hell away from everybody. You'll be fine. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, is that I, and and it, this is extreme. And I appreciate the call. Like we got to, we're, we're blue through Thanks, this uh, break as well as we do. Absolutely, take care of yourself. Stay healthy, and man. Can I throw one thing on top of what Ike said about how we don't yes. want anybody feeling sorry for him? Yes. yes. Can you imagine the record time he would squander any sympathy that he could have garnered? That's it would right. take yeah. it would Moments take forty later. seconds for him to just completely make everybody regret feeling any sorry right, for him yeah. at all. Yeah, just like he's he's like fading on it. Just don't let that broad bother me. Okay, right. get out of here. Exactly. Get those broads out of here. Like, oh, I come on. All right, that's great. Anyways, we got to take a break. We'll be back right after this. Um, welcome back to the show. So um, uh, I think we got uh, old Bob. Is he on the line? This is our old one. Or we have a couple of Bobs, so I'm not sure which one we got. Greetings, gentlemen. Yep, I was right. Hey, how you doing? How you holding in? Well, here in the good old people's Republic of Indiana, uh, uh, beautiful Laporte County where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Uh, things... Uh, Things got real uh, about a week ago. We had our first reported case. Right. And uh, it's just been getting nuttier and nuttier and nuttier. Now, I just found out from my sister today that uh, my little niece uh, works at the local bank, and uh, her boyfriend had to come get her yesterday because she was just getting sicker by the minute. And we still Mm. don't know what that is, but... uh, I uh, will keep my fingers crossed. Uh, yeah. See how it goes. Are you feeling? Well. Are you feeling? Well, you know, it's hard to say because I have uh, fairly advanced diabetes and uh, um, 
And I appreciate you using the uh, Wilford Brimley pronunciation of the disease. I, I appreciate that personally that you say it like Wilford Brimley. That makes me feel good. Um, what is, but yeah. if, you, if, if I had a big handlebar mustache mm-hmm. and wore my I'm picturing my you glasses. with one right now. Just <laughs> Okay, all right. And, and my glasses, I, I look just like a, a, a uh, Wilford Brimley. Okay. We, I appreciate we changed the name to protect the indigent here. Um, but, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yes, uh, we have the shortages that are yeah. countrywide still everywhere. Right. right. And, uh, but, um, as for me, I don't know. I think because of the way I, the symptoms that I have day to day, Mm-hmm. that I'll, I, I will find out if I have it when I get up one morning, find that I'm dead. Then I can say, Oh, I got it. But, right. You know, I, I've got the cough, which I've had for years, the tightness of the, mm-hmm. you know, so, but shortness of breath, right. Yeah. You know, so, but I'm, I'm, uh, I'm able to amble out, but I tell you, we have wrong people in the wrong places at the wrong time in most of our states and in Washington at the top, except Mm -hmm. for thank God we took the house or we'd be in far worse shape than we are now. Oh, uh, 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 unbelievable. Like as much as you're absolutely right, as much as people focus on the, you know, sort of the impeachment inquiry ability where people were, um, um, you know, were able, you know, like we were able to make that happen what ultimately became of the 2018 turnout and people voting and all that kind of stuff was honestly had a lot to do with the fact that we have any kind of protections in the bills that are coming out of the house that are going to the Senate. The fact that Mitch McConnell is choking on some of the things that he's having to push through and get Trump to sign is only indicative of the fact that, that uh, there was a, you know, a democratic blue wave. And um, so you're absolutely right. I'm, my question, though, uh, was less about health and kind of more about kind of the emotional impact of this. Are you, you know, um, uh, are, do you, I don't know what your household is like or the number of people in it or if you're by yourself or if people come by or um, it, if that's uh, changed. It is just me and the locusts when they're in seasons come by and say hello. Um, right. But uh, my biggest problem now Mm -hmm. that causes me angst Um, Mm I'm basically my income is 804 a month social security right Uh, and uh, I kind of went overboard because everybody says stock up so for for weeks I've been building up I can't put another thing in my freezer now Right, for right. Example, but here's here's the problem I have. I wish the he double hockey sticks that Indiana and every other one of these stupid red states would get together, like Illinois did, mm-hmm. and do the emergency nationwide so we can get over the hump of this thing. And, and I won't have to sit here saying. Well, do I keep buying stuff or can I start using this stuff for a few weeks while we're, right. you know, basically at home? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the choice we've been making in our household, too, is that um, I don't know how long like food you know, companies are able, you know, restaurants and that kind of stuff will be doing pickup and whatnot. Um, and, and so I'm rationing our, what we have in the house, in the pantry and all that kind of stuff for down the line, my expectation in about a week or two when, um, things will completely shut down until then I'm, you know, I've been, there's a butcher shop near me and everybody kind of waits outside for their turn to go in. There's a, a couple of grocery stores. All the grocery stores are open and fairly well stocked, but no, you know, nobody wants to stand in line. So you end up buying more stuff because you're wandering around the aisles waiting for the line to clear. Exactly. Um, the, the, the self-checkout part is both useful and frightening. It's, um, <laughs> you know, because you're touching a screen. Um, we, you know, the, right about the time, it's fascinating to me that our idea of advancement in society, one of the big steps forward was touchscreens. The more touchscreens we have, the better. And then along comes a disease that sits on surfaces, even though Trump said yesterday, it's gone after a couple of a very short period of time. Um, it just goes away. Um, and, you know, when he was talking about the cruise ships, you know, if somebody just used the touchscreen, you know, that that's very different from a worker working in line who may or may not have protective gear on, who may or may not be breathing on you, who may have had one of their 20 customers in the last 15 hours um, that that had it walk through their line. You know, that's the tough part. So um, I I would say hold off on using your supplies as long as possible, you know, um, but uh, be careful about right your interaction. Now. Yep. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, I think that's well, wise. Hang in there, so, boys. You too. You absolutely. And we'll, we'll be here. I'll be here every day on my YouTube channel making jokes and being silly and all that kind of stuff and trying to help everybody get through it. And For a change. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is, uh, you know, kind of, it's a, it, you know, we're taking this day by day, sometimes hour by hour, but... That's what it took. That's, you know, that's where that keep calm and carry on phrase came from in England. This was World War II. They were getting bombed into oblivion every day. And all you could do was get up and put one foot in front of the other. And we're, you know, and we're not at the worst of this yet. Um, So know that. Let that be your expectation to go uh, try to think of bring forward in yourself the best version of yourself to handle this crisis. That's what I would. I, that's my request of you as an on air friend. What's the version of yourself that thrives and helps in this situation? And I know you're always there, Bob. We have to we have to take a break. I uh, will check in with me next week. You and I are on an assignment. You have to check back in with me. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll see it. Uh, we're going to take a break right now. We'll be back after this. South Park's radio program, Mega Worldwide on WCPT Radio, Chicago's Progressive Talk. Psycho, psycho You're listening to the House Sparks radio program, Mega Worldwide. I've had people walk out of me before, but not Video streaming at housefarms.com. I don't care for you or for the people squad you're trowling out. Damn, us faithful, them stick. True progressive talk. Might be a good time for you guys to give up. 
I have to start this uh, this segment um, right away with an apology to Hal Vickery, one of our beloved patrons and our regulars. Um, that I anytime I stop talking, he can hear Trump in the background during his press conference. So I have to keep talking nonstop, and I'm never going to leave a breath in. And I'm going to just keep chit chatting the entire time, just as like you know, as like smoke, a verbal smoke screen. Um, but um, on the on the line right now uh, via the uh, interwebs. Um, we have uh, Ty Benefield from My Hero Power, MyHeroPower.com. Um, and uh, they're one of the sponsors of CPT, but they also have a really unique um, business model, which is fantastic. We've all been looking for a way to kind of um, zero, our, zero out our carbon footprint, um, to use more renewable fuel, um, you know, take better care of the earth. And um, they have a really unique way of doing it, which is you can buy... Uh, well, I'll let Ty explain the process to you or whatever, but because there, there's two different models of how it works. Um, Ty, welcome to the show. Are you there? Yes. Thank you so cool. much for having me back on the program. Absolutely. So um, in uh, first of all, if, for those people that don't know this, uh, how did this idea come about when you guys like what was the the, the moment where you're like, hey, we, this is something there's a solution here. Sure. Yeah. So actually, so my co-founder and I started another company about seven years ago. And that company, we built software for electricity providers. Mm -hmm. And actually, while we were running that company, my co-founder was a victim of a pricing scam by one of these retail electricity suppliers here in Illinois that was selling clean energy. So he ended up getting overcharged about 800 bucks over a year, which is just an unbelievable amount. Uh-huh. And we said, okay, maybe we should, you know, maybe we should do something about this. We've built this great software to help energy companies help their customers save energy, but no one's going to sign up for a clean energy company if they fear that they're going, you know, their bill's going to go way up. Right. So in order to make it very easy for people to support renewable energy and, you know, never be afraid that their rate is going to go up. We started Hero Power, which matches 100% of our customers' electricity consumption with green E-certified renewable energy certificates, and it's always the same rate as the utility. Here in Illinois, it's ComEd, and that way customers know they they can support clean energy, but they don't have to pay any more for it, which is critical, especially in a time like we're in now. Right. Yeah. Because as, as money gets tighter, like the people who may want to improve their situation, get a better car that doesn't pollute as much, all those elements, those go right out the window in a, you know, in a financial uh, situation where people currently find themselves in. By the way, Arpy in our uh, chat room says she, uh, uh, they signed up for Hero Power last month. Wonderful. So, yeah. You Wonderful. have somebody already in there and, uh, and can't stop lying in our beloved uh, in the in the uh, chat room has put the link up um, on the on the YouTube stream right now. Um, so there are there are two methods by which you do this. The um, uh, they make let's see they make you guys make two purchases on behalf of the customer. You purchase electricity supplied directly from the energy market to power your home, um, and because it's impossible to only buy clean energy. The electrons don't know where they come from. They make you guys make a second purchase buying renewable energy certificates, RECs that match 100% of the home's electricity consumption. So the the profit benefit really goes to the 
the um, the R, uh, the RECs, the renewable energy certificates. Now, how do you and you guys are just in Illinois currently, correct? That's correct. Yeah, we launched okay. in Illinois uh, in November. Uh, we've had great success, and mm-hmm. we're out uh, we're out fundraising now to expand this uh, throughout the country. Is there? Um, my guess would be is that if you could hit one of these order of magnitude states like California or New York, um, to use a phrase we've all heard recently a lot, uh, you could see exponential growth in the availability and the viability of it as well. Um, is yeah. that, you know, is that the next thing? Because California specifically got hit really hard um, by the Enron scams. I mean, that's exactly what was effectively happening is that they were buying and selling energy and then cutting it off to, you know, to boost their profits. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that is just one, you know, one blip in the long history of scams in uh, in the energy industry, especially the competitive right. energy industry. And it, it, you know, that's but. At the same time, there is value. There can be value from these, you know, these electric electricity choice, right? If these companies are committed to creating value for their customers, creating value for the environment, those things, those things exist, right? Here, here in Illinois, ComEd only matches 6% of their customers' electricity consumption with renewable energy certificates. So if we didn't have a choice in Illinois, we would be stuck with only getting 6% of our energy match with, with these RECs. Right. But we Which is, by the way, a, 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 terrible, a terrible acronym for something that's good. <laughs> right, Rex, exactly. exactly. Renewable energy certificates being right. called Rex, Rex yeah. in the business. That had to be something that BP voted on. Um, <laughs> like, we've got a great idea. How about um, we talk about renewables in terms of how many Rex you get? You know, um, this total destruction is a long anagram, but we've worked out every letter. Um, the 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 reality going. Oh, uh, here's one of my questions, and this is an interesting yeah. one, and this might be dumb but uh, home dwellers might lean in this direction apartment dwellers um there is no difference they can if you live in an apartment and you're drawing from something these are the credits you buy for your specific bill if you pay you know in there can you also let's say you part of your rent goes towards utilities and the building does it um is it up to the provider? Uh, I mean, the, uh, the like the landlord to do this. Have, you know, have you reached out to you know those kind of like landlord and renter groups? Yeah. So basically, if you pay your ComEd bill, mm-hmm. you can join Hero Power. So that's right. you know, regardless of whether you own a home, if you rent, if you're a business, you know, office doesn't matter. Now, if you do live in a building where your utilities are taken care of by the landlord, then you wouldn't be able, then you personally wouldn't be able to join Hero Power. Um, but we do have buildings in Illinois that we're trying to work with to get them to join Hero Power as well so they can make sure that their building is supply is uh, funding yeah. renewable energy. Well, but you know, the that, individual you know, renters right. would not be able to in those right. specific buildings. That would be the message then right now with the uh, for anyone within the sound of my voice that's a a landlord or or a management company for a landlord that does that makes these kind of decisions. Um, one of the ways you could pat yourself on the back and not change your bottom line at all um, would be to do this. 
change your building over to hero power. Don't, it doesn't cost you any more. And you could send a little, uh, you know, slide a little thing under the door of every tenant you have going, Hey, by the way, while all this craziness is going on, we want you to know that we're still operating as if the world is going to keep spinning and life is going to keep going. And we all have a responsibility to do a little better. So as your landlord, as your, uh, renter, you know, our management company, um, we want you to know this is how what we're doing with your power, your power, your, your the cost is not going to change when your rent's not going up, but we're getting our energy cleanly now. That in and of itself, you want to talk about something that buildings in all over Chicago and all over the state of Illinois could do today. Um, and I don't know, by the way, if the, if maybe there's a bill that could be worked through the the state. <laughs> I'm just saying if they decided that all state facilities are going to be uh, going through hero power, I'm just saying <laughs> we operate on a much higher level and you're, you know, you start building the, the infrastructure for the future you want, not sit on this. So um, I appreciate you uh, hopping on here today. I, I wanted to do at least a conversation about the world keeps spinning and trying to make the world a better place. And I appreciate you supporting the station they need all the help they can get these days. But I also, you know, um, and we, we do have listeners who have, you know, and regulars in my chat room who have, have started using this in the Chicagoland area, especially. And I mean, I think that would be the big next step forward is um, City Hall, all these like doing them completely on wrecks through you guys would be a fantastic yeah. thing. So um, I mean, and we'll come is- up with a, a better, you know, a better uh, acronym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well this so, is this is a critical moment for clean energy i mean we know mm-hmm. it with this with this economic this pending economic downturn and there's a lot of people that are going to you know want to support renewable energy but they just can't and because of you know the because of the price but that's yeah. why we set the rates to be that of the comed rate, so you don't have to pay more plus right now we're actually giving all WCPT listeners $25 off their first bill if they join Hero Power. Oh, there you go. They just have to join at myheropower.com slash WCPT, and that awesome. bill or that credit will be uh, applied to their first bill. That's great. Thanks. I feel like I've done an infomercial, but this, you know, this is my, <laughs> my first infomercial. But it's, it, um, I, we appreciate you doing that, and I, and I just love, you know, I – I always one of the things that gets me through all the time is that I am very aware having my mom, you know, being a nurse and my dad working in um, and building the first two solar fully solar homes in the United States that were in Kentucky. My dad was the architect on them um, that. Yeah, my, uh, my whole life. We you know, I watched my parents get up every morning and try to, you know, think, how can I make the world better today? How can I help somebody? And and I always you know, I find it very affirmative in life to know that there are people out there who like yourself, who woke up one morning and go, how can we do this better? How can we make life better? And what's the problem in front of me that I can help solve? And there are, you know, millions, if not billions of people who wake up every morning doing just that very thing and, uh, and having you guys on board and being able to help promote that while you help the station is terrific. Um, and, and so everybody, myheropower.com slash WCPT. If you live in the, in the whole of Illinois, we, we also want this to be a functional, uh, methodology 
So if it's successful in the state, it goes it, then it can go nationwide that much easier because it's easier to convince the rest of the states to do this kind of thing if it works someplace already. Right. So that's, exactly. you know, we're rooting for you guys as well. Uh, I, I, I wish you all the success. We'll have you back on as well and we'll check in. Um, but again, this is something in myheropower.com slash WCPT. Uh, we appreciate you, you know, throwing a bone to the listeners, but also just, you know, doing this. I mean, I, I'm, I'm so proud of you guys. So um, it, that being said, and it's something people can do from home. Right. You don't have to go couch. anywhere. <laughs> yep. This is one of those things where you can move your life forward without leaving the house. And you guys can conti- continue to work on it and build on it without leaving yours. So that decentralized aspect of the of this company is very uh, helpful as well for ever, the employees and everybody involved. Um, so uh, be safe. Um, take care of you and yours. And we appreciate you guys. And uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be back right after this. Uh, thanks so much, Ty. We'll be back. Welcome back to the Hal Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. It's now time for the happy ending. Yay! I'm 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 liking the word ending less and less these days. Um, can we uh, let's let's grab a caller? Who do we have? Right on. Hey, David. Welcome. Oh, howdy, Hal. Yeah, uh, things are quiet out here in the um, in the quarantine city. Uh, right. The uh, the one thing that I was going to recommend, especially for your Midwest listeners, this is a really good time to start a garden. You know, mm-hmm. if you can grow a good batch of tomatoes in the side yard, uh, if you can plant a few uh, peach trees or some kind of a thing that'll, uh, you know, set you up with a steady flow of food for decades to come. You know, maybe some root root crops, uh, and if you you got a yard that's too small to work with, maybe you could grow plants and then keep them for seed. You know, you're not growing them for the fruit; you're growing them for the seed, uh, for mm-hmm. pass them on to your neighbors. So, uh, yeah, the the yeah. whole idea of uh, slow and steady wins a, an epidemic. Uh, so, what's right. a nice slow project to work on, but your uh, garden. Um, yeah, no question. I, I was, you know, the, the, you know, the prepper in me has been coming out quite a bit lately. Um, and, uh, having that stuff online, you know, for yourself and for the people around you is incredibly helpful. Plus, you know, planting some trees, not a bad thing. You know, there's, uh, you know, I think it, I want to say near us, like Home Depot and Lowe's are considered essential service places. And um, and they sell seeds. You can also still order those things through the mail from different sources, um, ordering, you know, plant seeds and 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 fruit, fruit tree seeds and uh, tomato seeds, those kind of things. Ordering through the mail right now is a good idea just in general to do that or whatever and try your hand at it. Um, There was this composter and this is so, you know, there was this like composter, like auto composter that takes all your food for the day and turns it into soil in 24 hours. And I, I was talking to Summer right before all this started to hit. And I was like, I kind of want one of those right now. And she's like, I don't want a, a poop maker in the kitchen. But <laughs> but ultimately, it's, you know, 
my my dad and his wife compost um and this is the time if you live out you know on you know outside of the urban jungle it's a good time to do it if you do might be time to get up on your roof and 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 do an herb box or something you're absolutely right um are well, you doing that a whole you, bunch have, of different things yeah. Well, they're just a bunch of things that Homeland Security, we need to reclaim the phrase Homeland Security. Like having fresh, clean, uh, clean water is a good Homeland Security. If we're running out of trees because we cut them all down, planting trees would be nice Homeland Security. And so let's make Homeland Security fix the uh Flint wash uh, water, uh, much less yeah. uh, make sure that we've got good drinking fountains all across America so that uh, when you're sick and you need water at that instant moment, you know that it's reliable because Homeland Security provided that clean water for you. <laughs> That's right. So, and also, you know, yeah, there's, there's an element of I've always said, you know, we spend so much on defense and let everything go to pot. At a certain point, is your defense plan Let's make the place so terrible no one would want to take it. That seems to be right, the Republican yeah. strategy for make you know, um, you know, oh, I've got a great idea. How about we make America into an asshole country? And that way no one will ever want to invade. Um, that I, I don't understand that. Problem. And I've always thought that healthcare should not fall under the common welfare or the general welfare, but under the common defense aspect of the Constitution, because. I, uh, you guys have heard me say this a bunch of times. Your chances of an infectious disease disease killing you or cancer getting you in a cluster someplace is is infinitesimally higher that you know uh, it or uh, exponentially higher than you know a soldier from a foreign land shooting you. It's just you know off the charts. So yes, take care of those things because it's not something you can ignore. But your vast the vast majority of your attention should be on making your country worth a damn you know that infrastructure right, right. aspect of it right that is the country you know what i mean well, after a while you're just like you're angrily guarding a garbage heap seems insane so uh appreciate the yeah, call i yeah. think we got time for a couple more callers if we keep them tight before the end i know people are uh, trying to get in appreciate it stay safe stay healthy um who do we have next evan else we go hey john Yes, sir. Oh, you're far away. You seem far away. Furnace shelter. Are you there? Furnace you're- Yes, sir. Yeah, go ahead. There he is. Yeah. Uh, the media, filter media. Right. Yes. <laughs> it's a good okay. general idea. Rash, ration the information you're getting and make sure that it's from a decent source, I think, is a wise move. No, 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 sir. Uh the masks that people are making, face masks, yes, on their own. They're yep. using like bed sheets or whatever. Right. Take the filthy media out of furnace filters. Oh yeah, right. Yes, that, that is the. Um, you can get those the kind that you or, or they go through your HVAC unit. Um, you can those can be hosed down, uh, clean the dust off them effectively, and you can cut those into chunks, pieces. No, fresh ones. Just buy new filters. Just buy yep. the new filters. Cut the filter media out. Sandwich it between some cloth, whatever clean cloth, and yep. you may have a really good virus stopping. Who knows? I don't know the exact effects of the uh, 
filtering media in a 3M, uh, right. you know, furnace filter, but they advertise that they stop a lot of uh, microbes and dust particles. They do. They do indeed. So and it's, it's, the, it's the wet particles that carry other stuff uh, that are super important. That's a good, that's a great point. So right. it, and it, it sounds like you're... Yeah, it just yeah. occurred to me that that might be a way to work around getting a face mask that's actually doing something. Hey, that I, I, I like the sound of it, and, and I like the fact that it sounds like it's coming from someone who's currently building a bunker. Um, no, <laughs> a, I'm not I don't know if there's... I just lost my void card because I talked too much to a registered nurse about being bummed out. Yeah, no, I no, I'm. I just mean there's there's bumping going on in the background. It sounds like you're hammering boards on a wall like a zombie movie. It's uh, it, it, but take care of yourself, stay healthy. We're at the end of the show. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks to all the listeners and callers who came in. Thanks for Devin for coming in. Stay safe, brother. You folks, you do not want to get this disease. You uh, and and especially when there's no services, you could Devin, you can yeah. Um, Devin. I, I'm, yeah. <laughs> Devin, have we lost Devin? Did Devin fall in? Is he building? I don't know, but our call is still connected. It's still there. All right. Uh, thanks uh, um, to everybody at WCBT. Take care of yourselves and take care of somebody else. Stick around for the post show if you want. Um, and Johnny, congratulations on your 11-year uh, anniversary. Um, Thank you. Sober last weekend. You weren't with us because of that. And uh, may, I, I look forward to seeing the next ele- uh, uh, the, your 22nd year of it. So. Me too. Uh, Take care, my brother. Um, I'll sign off Chicago and sign off. uh, Cheers and stick around for the post show. I'm going to go over the Trump um, presser that he just did. So we'll we'll dive into that in the post show because I haven't seen it yet. So we'll both do it raw. Yeah. So all right, all right. Cheers. Thanks, Devin. Bye.